We need to be resolved, I'll tell you that right now. Resolve for the Lord, and you won't have to worry about it later on. Uh, do remember all those on our prayer request list. Continue to lift them up. Uh, Sister Donna Fade, Steve Gasol, Brother Jerry, Brother uh, Don, Cynthia, Darlene's co-worker, Mariah's ultrasound, um, Bill McAfee, uh, all of these. Just continue to pray for them. Any others this evening? All right. Stand with us. I'm sure we've all got somebody unspoken or an unspoken need uh, that we'd like to take before the Lord. Amen. Brother Gary, will you open us in prayer this evening? Go ahead and uh, grab your blue book and let's turn to page 152, page Uh, go ahead and turn over to page uh, 23. 
Go ahead and turn over to page 52. 
Uh, go ahead and turn over to page 31. 
know I want peace and happiness. Peace of mind, happy heart, and everything goes good. Can you hear me tonight? tell you what, I don't know what it is. Unless it's just that I can hold this up closer to my mouth. As big as it is, you ought to be able to hear me in Texas. Right? I heard some chuckles. Somebody agreed. Alright, you have your Bibles tonight. Open with us to the book of John, the 14th chapter. John chapter 14. We all know these verses of Scripture are real familiar, but we're going to read through them tonight anyways, and then we're going to focus on just a few of them. So if you would, stand with us as we read John chapter 14, verses 1 through 3. 1 through 3, all right? Actually, we'll, we'll read further down there. I'm sorry. He said, Let not your heart be troubled. Do you believe in God? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go and prepare a place for you. You can hang your hat on tonight that God has a place prepared for you and I. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And I'm thankful for that tonight, because my Bible tells me that he shall descend from heaven with the shout, the archangel, the trump of God. And I, I know I'm messing that up, but you can read that over in Philippians 4. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. How can we know the way? Our titles tonight got the way in it a whole lot. We're going to talk about he's the way, the way, right, the way of truth, the good way, and the right way, and then the way of the Lord. But look at what he says in verse 6. Jesus answered and said unto him, I am the way the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto me, or cometh unto the Father, but by me. I like verse 7, Had you known me, you should have known my Father also. From henceforth know ye him, or ye know him, and have seen him. I haven't got to see God yet. I'm looking forward, though, to the day I see Jesus, and I see God. I'm looking forward to the day that I I guess you might say I come to a full understanding of all that God wants or has planned for us. Father, this evening we thank you, Lord, for your love, mercy, and grace. And we thank you, dear God, for the many blessings you give us. Lord, asking you tonight that you would just lead us and guide us and draw us close to thee. Help us, Father, to magnify thy name. I want to say thank you so much for the service we had this morning. God, your presence was so sweet and so real. We pray the same tonight. Father, I just ask you, Lord, have your way in my heart. Have your way with my mouth and mind this evening. We'll give you glory in Jesus' name. And amen. Amen. You may be seated this evening. I want to tell you that I don't have too many scriptures uh, to go through tonight to get them all done in one setting. If you want a copy, we can make you a copy after church. But I, I, I was just studying this, and I got to uh, thinking about a few things. And when I started looking it up, I, I began to just go a little further. I started with the precept, the good way. If you go over to 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 36, and you don't have to turn there tonight if you don't want to, 
there's a lot to read there, but we won't read it all. I'm just reading verse 36 to you. It said, Then, then hear thou in heaven. Now Solomon's praying for the children of Israel. He said, Then hear thou in heaven and forgive the sins of thy servants and of the people Israel, that thou teach them the good way wherein they should walk, and give rain upon the land which thou hast given to thy people for an inheritance. Can you look at that very carefully for just a minute there? Jesus said that he is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by him. So he says, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. But I'm looking at the word to start off there, I am the way, because all through the Bible we find the way to God is Jesus. We find the way that we need to follow God is to follow Him in truth and righteousness and holiness. And as we go through here, the first verse that I had tonight was not the one that I just read. I read to you verse 6 out of chapter 14 of the book of John, and then I jumped down there a little bit. But look at what he said there. Then that thou teach them the good way wherein they should walk. We, we know Jeremiah 6.16. Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, wherein is the good way, and walk therein. And ye shall find rest for your souls. That's the end of the sentence there, but not the end of that verse. Because the end of that verse says this, But they said, We will not walk therein. Now, now he is the good way, he's the right way, he is the only way. And yet we find in the scripture there, uh, if you're going backwards in the Kings and, you, and you're reading there about the good way, because Jesus is the good way. And you think about it this way. Jesus said unto the young man that come unto him, he said, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, and that is God. So if you're honoring me as good master, then you must be honoring me as God in the flesh. And, and the young man didn't recognize Jesus as God in the flesh. I'm going to tell you something, church, tonight. I may be wrong about this, but I honestly believe had everybody who's seen Jesus understood that he was God in the flesh, that he was the Son of God, and that they understood that, uh, there would have been a whole lot of lives really transformed and changed because I'm telling you something, if they'd have understood the presence of God there with them, it would have been so different. Instead of arguing against it, uh, they would have embraced him. Instead of uh, fighting against him, they would have loved him. Instead of uh, uh, trying to push him away, they would have embraced him. It would have been a different thing there. But even yet today we understand this, that Jesus is the way and we're pushing away the good way. We don't want that. I began to think and just thought about these things and so it caused me to just keep going. In 2 Chronicles 6, 27, he says the same thing just about that he said back in, the, in, in Kings because it's a repetition said, Then hear thou from heaven, forgive the sins of thy servants, of thy people Israel, when thou hast, when thou hast, look at that, when thou, the first time says that thou, he said, when thou hast taught them the good way. Now think about that, wherein they should walk. And send rain upon the land which thou hast given unto thy people for an inheritance. I'm telling you this evening, church, I honestly believe this with all of my heart, and I may be wrong again, but I honestly believe that if we could just grasp, if people who are supposed to be Christians could just grasp and understand what the good way is, they wouldn't be running away from it, they would be running to it. 
It's like this. Church service to me is not something that I have to do. It's something that I get to do. If I get to come to the house of God, whether I'm preaching or somebody else is preaching, or like this morning we have a service where nobody's preaching but God, I mean, I'm loving that. I'm having a good time there. I'm looking forward to the next few nights of having Brother Mike with us. And, you know, it's one of these things. He's a different type of preacher. He gets kind of down there in the Bible, starts deciphering things, and begins to point out things you and I might not see from the surface looking there. But God gave him one gift. God gave me another gift. But the same God gave us both the gift. The word of God is a gift. The ability to worship God is a gift. The opportunity to come to the house of God is a gift. And these gifts are God's gifts to you and I. But the greatest gift the Bible talks about, the only gift, he said, it is the gift of God. Nobody else can give it to you is the gift of salvation. And we have to walk in the good way if we're going to be walking in the pathway of salvation. You and I tonight are not not bound up and forced to do this. We have the freedom to do this, the opportunity. And I'm so thankful tonight that I understand this, that Jesus saith unto him, when Thomas was saying, Lord, look at this, saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I'm the way. Look, it's real simple. Just look at God. Look at Jesus. So there we know this. Going on down, we got through 1 Kings, 2 Chronicles, and then we got to Jeremiah. And this is the verse we all know, but we don't realize, we don't think about these verses before this. When the king's praying and he says to them that thou taught them the good way in they should walk. Then in, in Chronicles, when thou hast taught them the good way wherein they should walk. Then Jeremiah says, Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. I'm not asking for the old days. I'm asking for the old ways. I'm asking for the old paths that God gave men and women that one day that whenever uh, God's presence was, I, I, get, I say God's presence one day, the hearts of people were set to God and they worshiped God and they honored God and they glorified God and they had a good time in God. Why? Because they knew God was where they were and they were where God was. I'm going to tell you something tonight, church. I know this for a fact and I believe this with all of my heart that, that whenever the temple of God was filled, with the presence of God in the Old Testament. And they couldn't come into the house of God there uh, because God's presence was there. They had to back off and they had to stand off afar. The Bible says uh, that even the uh, ministers, the priests, could not even approach the, uh, the temple of God. They couldn't even get close to where it was uh, because of the glory of God. And yet you and I tonight, because of what God has done through Jesus Christ on the cross, has the presence of God not coming down into this place of wood and stone, uh, but coming down into this place of flesh and blood, uh, alter, uh, offering, uh, say this, uh, altering our lives, uh, changing us, but, but staying present with us so that you and I can offer praise and sacrifice unto God the Father through Jesus Christ the Son by the leadership of the Holy Ghost. And I'm just telling you something. We need the old paths again, and we need to get back to the good way again uh, so that we can be where Jesus wants us to be and do what God wants us to do so we can be right with the Lord, knowing this tonight, that if you walk through those back doors and come into the presence of this building, there wouldn't be a soul here tonight ashamed or afraid, but ready and prepared. 
can I tell you tonight, church, I, I fear for this, that there's coming a time when there's going to be a lot of people who are terrified if the Lord were to show up in their church. I mean, they don't have an honest relationship with God. And I'm not trying to be judgmental, but I'm just telling you the facts. There are too many that are believing lies and going on towards hell. And the Bible says that God would send them strong delusions, that they would believe a lie and be damned because they did not want to know the truth. They didn't want to know the good way. They didn't want to know the right paths. They didn't want to search out the scriptures and walk where God wanted them to walk. They were trying to walk some other way. And I'm just telling you tonight, and the next time somebody tells you that there, there's many ways to God, you tell them there ain't but one way. And Jesus said he's the way. And if you ain't going through Jesus, you ain't going. When you stand before God at the great white throne judgment, and there is no blood there applied, I'm telling you, it's a doom. There's no hope there. The Bible tells us when we stand there, if we stand there, rather, if we stand there, we're on our way to hell. It's not going to be good. Why? Because they stood before God, and they were not found in the book of life, and therefore they were cast into outer darkness. If you go back up, then into Psalms chapter 119, go over there with me this evening for just a moment of time. So we've talked about that Christ is the way, and we'll refer back and forth to that. And it all started out by studying the good way. By the way, I am the way is found one time in Scripture. That ought to tell you who is the real way. Huh? Amazing thing is written in this Bible. I am the way. Then we find that the good way is written three times. And like I said, started there and went backwards looking for this, but, but the way of truth is only found twice in the scripture. Now, it's found once in the Old Testament, and it's found once in the New Testament. That, that's a double witness, by the way, from both the Old Testament and, again, from the New Testament. And they, that means that they're unified in the same statement that they're making, and you and I ought to be unified uh, in the Lord. So go back there, if you would. Psalms 119, verse 30, if you've got there. He says this, I have chosen, look at this, I have chosen the way of truth. A choice you and I make. If you back up just a verse or two there, or verse, uh, to verse 29, he says this, Remove from me the way of lying. Now, now, the Bible says, let God be true and all men liars. So what does that mean tonight? Well, it means that I was a liar. <laughs> Simplistically put it there. I was a liar. And by the grace of God, I'm no longer supposed to be lying. Now, have I told a lie since I've been saved? It's a shame to say, but yes, I have. I would be a liar to say that I had not. Therefore, I don't want to be a liar. I want to be a truth teller, tell you the truth. But then he says this. He says, remove from me the way of lying 
and grant me thy law graciously. In other words, let it come into my life. The Bible tells us all who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hey, God sends grace to our lives, saving our lives, uh, taking out of us the old man, putting in us the new man. We are renewed by the transforming of our minds. We're not conforming to the world as we shared the other evening, uh, being renewed, being changed, a new creature in Christ Jesus. He said this, grant me thy law graciously. Let it come to me and teach me what I need. I have chosen the way of truth. Thy judgment have I laid before me. I'm glad tonight to know this, that I have chosen the way of truth. Because Jesus said, I am the way and the light, or and the truth and the light. I've chosen the way of truth. In Peter, it says this, 2 Peter chapter 2. Go over there with me this evening. Don't mean to jump you back and forth so much, but, but do want to cover some of these verses, even though I know I won't get them all. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 1. Now look at this. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them. In 1 Corinthians, he says, Know ye not that ye are bought with a price. Understand tonight that there is not a lost soul out there that has not already been purchased if they would be willing to accept the purchase agreement. The Bible said that Jesus died for all. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And that means that God so loved the world. You can't exclude anybody out of that. And then we find again, as I said in Romans chapter 10, he said, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That word whosoever means it is a choice that you and I get to make. You understand this evening that you and I get to choose or reject God. And, and so in Psalms, he said, I have chosen the way of truth. And Peter, but there were false prophets also among the people. Even as there shall be false teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnable heresies. They're not going to tell you the truth. They're going to tell you a lie. And it says this, even denying the Lord that bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you something tonight. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's the truth. And you can slice, dice, and look however you want to. There are more people going to hell tonight than there are people going to heaven. And I'll tell you something else. There's more people who sit in church going to hell than they are going to heaven. You say, why is that, Brother Ernie? Because they're bringing in damnable heresies and they're following their pernicious ways. And it says this, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. They're not going to tell you the truth. They're going to twist and meditate make a mess of the word of God it's like I was saying this morning talking to a few folks here this this morning there uh, last night we watched a, 
Uh, Pastor Cody Zorn preached there, and, and I don't agree just everything he says, but but a, a lot of it there. But but then we watched about 12 minutes there of, of the next one that showed up, which was Joel Osteen. And, and then through the 12 minutes there, which is a 28-minute sermon he had on there, the first 12 minutes he made a reference to a one scripture in the book of Matthew, and he said, and the Bible says that the last shall be first. Uh, uh, let me tell you, you better read around that a whole lot more there and see what it said there. But then he spent the, uh, the next uh, uh, 12 minutes of the time when he put in that there, but he spent that 12 minutes of time and never once did he reference one full verse of scripture, and he kept telling Telling everybody out there that your last is now going to be first. Uh, your worst is now going to be the best. God fixing the He kept going on and on. I'm telling you something. You sit there long enough and take about 30 minutes of time apparently. You sit there long enough and you'll believe that all you've got to do is start saying, yes, I'll take it, Lord. And God's going to take you from last place to first place. You're going to go from being being the um, whatever the, the category of worker you would say you'd be. Let's just say this. You're going to be from the entry level of the guy who goes around and sweeps and, and takes out the cobwebs and God's going to make you president of that company. And it's going to happen real soon. I'm here to tell you something, church. That's a liar. He's, he's bringing in damnable heresies. He's not teaching the word of God. And people are following his pernicious ways. He would just talk about it. And the next thing you know, they'd start clapping. Why? I bet you there's a lot of people in there uh, making $15, $20 an hour who think the next year they're going to be making $400, $500, a million dollars a year because God's fixing to promote them from very last to the head of everything. And that's all he does. You say, Brother Arnie, did he do anything different? I didn't listen to the last 16 minutes of time because I didn't want to waste my time. I'm just telling you. Many, the Bible says, shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. He don't like to preach about sin. Might offend somebody and he won't get his salary. He don't like to talk about sin. And, and, and I heard his own words. He's a life coach. He's not a preacher or a pastor. He's a life coach. And as I've said before, if I need a coach, I must be on a ball team. Right? In this church, you got a pastor. You want a coach? You better find somebody else. You want to play ball? I'll coach you. But not, not when it comes to this. This is pastoring. This is telling you the truth. This is telling you about Jesus, the way of righteousness and holiness, the way that we should be living, not according to my standard, but according to the standard of the word of God. And the way we should walk is, is not, not according to some man's philosophy, but according to the way the word of the God, uh, the word of the Lord tells us to walk. Hey, by the way, it's the way of truth that we're looking at. And he said there that those things, those people will, will speak evil of the way of truth. And, and I love what he said in Psalm, though. Uh, why? Uh, because while some are saying uh, there's got to be a better way. The psalmist said, I've chosen the way of truth. Yeah. And I've chosen that. I've chosen that. Then the next few we'll get on tonight, just a few of them, it's called the right way. Hey, if Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, he's got to be the right way. Can, can I tell you something? I, I love the way that this works out. I am the way one time. 
the way of truth two times. You got the Old Testament and the New Testament. The good way is three times. No man, wait, hey, listen to me. Why callest thou me good? There is none good but God. And what do we know about God? In 1 John 5, 7, said, There are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. Point you right back there. By the way, in that one verse in John 4, 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Three things right there he claimed that he was. If you understand these things, then you're going to like this because the way, the right way is found four times. The number four is the number of the gospel. We, we look at the word of God and we say ourselves, well, you know what, uh, there's got to be more than that. Hey, I'm telling you, it's found in the Bible just the way that God wants it to be found. And the way that we find it here tonight is very, very important. Why? The right way is four times. Uh, four times is the number of the gospel. If you go over to the book of Genesis in the 24th chapter there tonight, and, and again, I don't want to linger a long time, but I'm, I'm getting farther into this than what I thought I might be able to. Uh, so we'll spend some time there. I uh, Look at this in the 24th chapter. I'm by the way, in the 24th chapter of the book of Genesis, the right way is found one time. Uh, but if you go over and we look at the next part of it, uh, uh, the book there, we would find that, that it's found a, a couple of times there, uh, different there. But in verse 47, it say, 48, it says this. Let me let me back up there. Verse 47. So, so the servant has gone to find Isaac, a, a, a wife. The Abraham's son needs a wife. And the servant's gone on the way, and he's, he's talked to the Lord, and he's talked to Abraham, and he's, he's asked these questions, and they, they know these things. And he says this, and, and I asked her and said, Whose daughter art thou? And she said, the daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son from Malchi, bear unto him. I put an earring upon her face and a bracelet upon her hand. Why? Look what he said. And I bowed down my head and worshipped the Lord and blessed the Lord God of my father Abraham, which had led me in the right way. Uh, to look at that, in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter to unto his son. He needed to get somebody from the household of Abraham. Uh, the purpose was making sure that the bloodline uh, stayed clean. And the purpose of going the way that he did uh, was in this preparation for it. But can I tell you something? He wasn't sure who he run into. Uh, but when he got there and he saw her and he asked her, uh, here's the deal. He said, ah, uh, here it is. He said, I have been led of God. That's simplicity of it. I have been led of God, and I've come to the right place, and the first person I meet at the place I'm at is not only the right place, uh, but it's the right person. Uh, Rebecca becomes the wife of Isaac. Uh, God doesn't just lead you by circumstance or misfit, uh, but God leads you right where you ought to go. Ain't you glad to know tonight uh, that if you get in the right way, uh, God's going to lead you right to the right door. Uh, when you step on the doorstep or the threshold of heaven, you won't be wondering where you're at. You'll know where you're at. And I'm telling you, church, it comes by going the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go the right way. In 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 23, it says this, Moreover, as for me, 
God forbid that I should sin against the Lord, ceasing to pray for you, but I will teach you the good and the right way. I, I, that's the teacher I want. You know what I'm saying? Can, can I'll be honest with you, church. I, I don't get a whole lot of folks uh, out of the way. This year, I, I've done my best to try to uh, help and, and, and get in some new faces a little bit there. And I know Brother Lonnie's not a new face, but, but I haven't used him a whole bunch. But, but you know, I love Brother Max because every time he comes here, he's just going to tell you the plain truth. I mean, he's, he's Brother Max. That's the way he is. But, but that's why I love Brother Lonnie because I know that Brother Lonnie's going to come and he's going to tell you the truth. I love Brother Mike because Brother Mike's going to come and tell you the truth. And if we get the opportunity to have one more this year, which I, I've already talked and, and I've expressed my desire there, and I don't know if it'll work out, but I've got one more minister in my mind. And if he comes, I know that if he comes, he's going to tell us the truth. Can I tell you, that is vital in this day and hour. Matter of fact, and, and I've got to get on this one here, but, but October the 4th, they're going to come in and cut my neck. And, and I'll be honest with you, I'm nervous about that. Brother Gary and others are praying. I know you're all praying for me. I'm praying for healing, praying I don't have to have this surgery. And I'll be honest with you, if I don't have to, I'll be just fine. But if I have to, the glory of God be done. That's where I'm at. But, but come the next Sunday, i got to find somebody to tell you the truth. He's going to have to tell you the right way. And, and I say that with real respect. He... He's going to have to tell you the right way. There ain't no women preaching in my church. Not to be dishonoring to all you ladies. And I don't separate the ladies from the women sort of thing. God called men. Not women. Not women to pastor. Psalms 107 and 7. If you go over there tonight, again, I've been back and forth a little bit there, but hang on to your hat and go with me to Psalms. We're, we're not too far from the book of Proverbs, and we're going to get there in just a minute. But Psalms 107. Let, let's, let's like, I love, how many times, Sister Donna Faye, you probably know how many times I've preached out of this chapter, and other of you who write in your Bible, how many times over the last years I've been in this chapter there. But, but it starts off, it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. I'm telling you what, church, that's a good way to go. Then, then it talks about this. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. In other words, we've been bought with a price. We've been brought away from the clutches of Satan. We've been set aside and separated from this world. It goes on down, down there to talk about some things that went on there. He said they wandered in the wilderness in the solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. The children of Israel were in trouble in a lot of times. Hungry and thirsty, their souls fainted within them. They wanted to go back to Egypt. He said then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. Then look at verse 7. And he led them forth by the right way. If you're going to ask God what way to go, you better be prepared to go the right way. Can I tell you tonight, I, I like this about Gideon. Gideon said, God, I want to make sure that I'm going the right way. I'm, I'm going the way of truth. I'm going to be where I need to be and do what I need to do. And so I'm going to lay a fleece before you. And the next morning, the fleece laid before God. That was just exactly what Gideon said. Hey, Gideon said this. He said, God. 
asking you again. And this and tonight, will you do it just the opposite way? And I know that's not what he said, but that's what he asked. He said, just do it the opposite way. And the next day he woke up, and it was just the opposite there. Hey, what was Gideon doing there? Gideon was praying unto God and asking God to show him what he needed to do. And God was showing him the right way. Church, we need to be in the right way. It's that simple there. I like it right now. Can I just share with you this evening? And, and make Caleb, if I'm wrong and, and get you get in trouble, you just get after me after church there. I bet she's wondering whether or not she should take a new job and, and try to get a job to help out uh, with the family right now. And, and this is her prayer. Uh, God, if it shall be your will, I'll let it be done. And if it's not, I'll let it be done. Can I tell you, a lot of times we pray those type of prayers there. I'm guilty of saying, God, uh, if it be your will, let it be done. If it be not your will, uh, let it not be done. And then there, and then when God says it's not my will, I start trying to figure out another way. Guilty is all good. Not going to lie. So when we pray and we ask God, we ought to believe God. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just that simple there. He said he led them forth by the right way that they might go to a city of habitation. Now, for you and I tonight, that gets right back down again to the Bible. It gets us right back to Jesus. Why? Because he said, I am the way. So he's the way of truth. He's the good way. He's also the right way. And I don't know, but I didn't look it up. I'm just wondering if in the scripture there we might find a verse that says the only way. Get out your King James Bible, Pure Bible Search app, and find that one out for me. Second Peter chapter 2. You say, Brother Arnie was just there. We were. Let's go back over there. See, he had a little bit more to say. I couldn't get down that far because I'd been jumping ahead in my notes. And, and you know, sometimes I try to stay within the confines of direction that way. So it says in verse 2. By reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken. Jump down there just a little farther. There's more to say about this. Go back if you would this. In verse 11. Excuse me, verse, verse 10. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness. And despise government from luscious are they self-willed. Willed, they, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Now, Brother Mike, I pray that when he gets here, is going to touch a little bit on what's just transpired with the Queen of England passing away and Prince Charles becoming now King Charles. And you think about this when we have a King James Version Bible that's preserved because no man can change it without approval of the king. Now, that's God Almighty. In the first place. But King Charles can authorize a change. And still then call it the King James Version. But we'd have to call it King Charles, I would think. But I want you to think about this. Brother Mike gets into this better because he knows more about this than I do. And I hope he does touch on it. But then he goes on. He says, whereas angels are greater in power, might, and might. Bring not railing accusations against them before the Lord. But these are natural brute beasts 
made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of those things that they understand not, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption. There are people who are going to destroy others, but they're going to perish in their own corruption because they don't know what they're talking about. They've never been saved. They've never been changed. And, and they all they're in it for is the money. And I can tell you there are several of them out there uh, simply in it uh, for the money. And, I, and I've said it before. I'm not boasting or bragging. I'm just telling you the truth. God called me here not for the money, but for the love of God uh, towards you and I uh, that he had, but then towards you for me towards you. God placed me here. And church, I'm telling you something tonight. These that are going about uh, and they're getting frustrated about not having enough or getting their way or this or that, listen to me. Run as far away from that type of person as you can. When they start telling you to sow a seed into their ministry, in other words, give me money for my ministry, get out of there. It ain't their ministry. This is not the Ernie Emler ministry. This is God's ministry. I'm just a tool in it. I'm just a tool in it. Going on. He said, And shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that counted the pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots are, they are in blemishes, sporting themselves in their own deceiving while they feast with you. Having eyes full of adultery that cannot see, cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls and hearts they have exercised with covetous practices, crushed, cursed children, which have forsaken the right way. Look, Paul's addressing this. This is the second time Paul addresses this. It, we find it, he said, the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. In verse 15, that they have forsaken the right way and gone astray, following the ways of Balaam, the son of Bozar, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. Church, I don't want the wages of unrighteousness. I want the wages of righteousness. I want to be accounted for the Lord. I want to be part of the kingdom. If you continue on there, though, then this, this is something I love. The way of the Lord is found 16 times in Scripture, 4 times 4, 2 times 8. Either way you slice and dice it, they're good numbers of God. But can I tell you, not everybody wants to walk the way of the Lord. But we ought to. I won't touch all of them tonight, but Judges 2, 22. It says this, that through them I may prove Israel, whether they will keep, God speaking, keep the way of the Lord to walk therein as their fathers did keep it or not. Promises was made to Solomon that if he would follow the way of the Lord, if he would follow God as, as David, his father, had followed him, that he would grant unto him more than he could ever imagine there. And Solomon done a good job up until he got so much that he got his eyes off of God and started getting the lust of the eye and taking on the pride of life. And he got all through there. He did everything he wanted to do. But one day, uh, Solomon come to himself. And when he's come to himself and realized what was going on, he wrote to us the book of Ecclesiastes and said, Vanity of vanities, all is vanity except God. All is vanity except God. Now I want you to go with me to the book of Proverbs, the 10th chapter. 
I'm not hitting all these tonight. I won't get all 16 of them. I won't take up that much of your time. But I want you to go to Proverbs chapter 10. If you would, look over there. I'm going to start back one verse. Uh, and I actually say that, two verses. I, I, I got to get this one in. Verse 27 says, The fear of the Lord prolongeth days. I'll tell you something. You got the fear of the Lord in you. You're going to want the way of life. You're going to want the I am the way. You're going to want the right way, the good way, uh, the, the way of the Lord. Everybody, but he said this. He said, The fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright. Now, now I, I, I'll tell you, I had this all ready this morning. I, I, I was playing, this was the message for this morning. And man, how that I, I, I wanted to lay into this just a little bit there. But, but look at very carefully there. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright. That there is strength and power in, 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 in knowing and doing and following the will of God. Remember, we sing the song, there's power in the blood. Is that any blood or is that a specific blood? I mean, just to be honest with you tonight, we say, well, there's power in the blood. What blood is that? Well, that's the blood of Jesus Christ. There's the power in the blood. That's why it's so important for us to make sure that we maintain the scriptures and what they are. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God and the salvation to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Can I tell you, when you take away the power of the... I'm not ashamed of the, uh, of the gospel and you leave out the, the word there of Christ, then you've, you've diminished what you're talking about there. For I'm not ashamed of the, of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God. Hey, church, when you got the right way of the Lord in your life and you got the way of the Lord, so then there's power in this. And that's what he says. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. We know in Isaiah and also in, in, in Matthew, we hear this. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3, the voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight, straight in the desert the highway for our God. Matthew 3, 3, for thus he has spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. We find it again in Mark 1 and 3. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye of the way of the Lord. And then we find it again there, as is written in, in, in the book of Luke there. Uh, again, Isaiah, the prophet, one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye of the way of the Lord. Make paths straight. Hey, can I just say this to you tonight? Uh, then we find it in the book of John uh, the same way there. In, in John, and I won't read it because you get what I'm saying there, but can I tell you, it's found five times in Scripture. You say, what about that? Well, the number five is the number of grace. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Now, listen to me. You say, Brother Ernie, why are you going that way? Listen to me tonight. It's all about staying the course with this Bible. Stay in the course with God. Making sure you're in the right way with the right one. I, he says, Jesus, I am the way. Stay with the right one. Stay with the right one. In Ezekiel, they were saying that the way of the Lord was not equal. We know that the way of the Lord is equal, but the way of the, the unrighteous is not equal. 
and you go through there. But, but, but back up for me. Back up for me just a little bit. Verse chapter 5 of Jeremiah. If you go over there for just a moment. I just got a couple more. If you hang with me, we'll get, we'll, we'll get them out real easy. Jeremiah chapter 5. Verse 1. Run ye to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem, and see now and know, and seek in the broad place thereof, if ye can find a man. If there be any that execute the judgment that seeketh truth, I will pardon it. Kind of makes you think about Abraham and Lot, the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham intercedes on behalf of Sodom and Gomorrah because of Lot's presence there and asks God, if for the sake of 50 righteous, will you destroy it? God said, I'll not destroy it for 50. We bring it down to 40, 30, 20, 10. God couldn't even find 10. Now, how big was the house of Lot? Think about that for just a second. God couldn't find 10. Righteous people in the city. And God pulled out Lot and his wife and two daughters. I want you to think about that. They didn't go out willingly. They got let out. Pulled out. Church, there's something to be said there. Lot and his family didn't get out because they listened to God. They got out because God listened to Abraham. God spared Lot and his wife and two daughters and brought them out of the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, not because of Lot, but because of Abraham. It would have been a good thing if he had listened to him, talking about Lot. But God says, go through, find somebody. And though they say the Lord liveth, surely they swear falsely. Church, I'm going to tell you, we've got to make sure that our hearts and our minds is right with the Lord. Jesus said, these people draw nigh to me with their mouths, but their hearts are far from me. They draw nigh to me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Verse 3, O Lord, are not thine eyes upon on truth? Thou hast stricken them, but they have not grieved. Thou hast consumed them. But they have refused to receive correction. Remember, we read this in Jeremiah 6. Remember what he said there? Look what he says. I'll get back here a page. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the way and see and ask for the old paths wherein is the good way and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. Look what he's doing. O Lord, are not thine eyes upon the truth? Thou hast stricken them, but they have not grieved. Thou hast consumed them, but they have refused to receive correction. They have made their faces harder than a rock. And look at that. Look at this. They refused to return. Therefore, I said, surely these are poor 
They are foolish, for they know not the way of the Lord, nor the judgments of judgment of their God. I will get me unto the great men, and I will speak unto them, for they have known the way of the Lord and the judgment of their God. But these have altogether broken the yoke and burst the bonds. They're, they're, they're turning their back upon God. They're not following after the ways of their father, David. Can I, can I say this uh, uh, very carefully tonight? Uh, if we would really point back this way, we could say this, that Adam and Eve messed up in the Garden of Eden, and God come all the way down through there, and we find that the Bible says Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah was a preacher of righteousness. Noah was delivering the truth of God. And so God wiped everybody except Noah and his family out. He gave us the number of eight there, a new beginning there. And so then we find everybody going forth. Can I just say, if we would go back and look at our father Noah, small s. David was a man after God's own heart, messed up a lot, but he always set his mind back to the Lord. Go after the ways of David. But they won't do it. They don't want to go that way. And you and I tonight, I'm just telling you, church, this evening, the way of the Lord is the right way. It's the only way. It's the truthful way. It's the good way. And we need to be getting in it. Because it's just, it's just the facts of what it is. The last two places this is found is in first in excuse me in John chapter one verse twenty three and he said I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness make straight the way of the Lord. But the very last place is this in Acts chapter eighteen verse twenty five it says this man was instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in spirit he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord knowing only the baptism of John. Now, you say, Brother Arnoux, who are we talking about? Go read it for yourself. Can I leave you a cliffhanger? I want you to think about some things. There are some men in this Bible who did not walk the way of the Lord. There are some men and women in this Bible who walked the way of the Lord. There are men and women today who are walking the way of the Lord. There are men and women today who are not walking the way of the Lord. But I would say this, as for me and my house, we will walk the way of the Lord, right? We ought to be able to say that about our church. We will walk the way of the Lord. We'll hold to the old ways, old paths, and we'll walk in the good way. Because I'm going to tell you, there's a good way, and there's a bad way, there's a right way, there's a wrong way, and He is the only way. And we've got to go the way of the Lord. Would you stand with us this evening? Heavenly Father, tonight I'm so grateful and so thankful, Lord, for your love and mercy, for the blessings you give us, Lord Jesus for your faithfulness. We ask you, dear God, this evening, help us, Lord, to do thy will, to praise, worship, and honor, and glorify thy name. Lord, I pray tonight that you would draw us close to thee and one to another. Father, asking you this evening, Lord, that you just let your word set into our hearts and our minds, dear God. Not just be something we heard this evening, dear God, but something we receive. And Lord, may it do the work that you'd have it to do, like a fertilizer to a plant, Lord, making us to grow the right way. So, Father, this evening I praise you and I thank you for it, Lord. I just ask you, Lord, these things in Christ's name. And amen. And amen.
do anything on anybody's heart tonight before we dismiss. I would just say this.